still Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. This is Pastor Ray Brandon bringing daily encouragement to the church. We are in the Gospel Project Unit 22, Session 4, Day 4, reading from John chapter 9, verses 29 through 34. In actuality, we're covering the entire chapter of John chapter 9. And today, especially, you're going to see why it's important to read in the larger chunks of scripture rather than as the gospel project breaks down the devotional into those smaller sections, uh, both for structure as well as covering tone and mood today, tone and mood. Uh, It's important to read the entire passage. Now, certainly um, that doesn't preclude you from uh, reading and doing the Bible study with the Dig and Discover principles and then going back and reading that small section of scripture with its devotional direction from the gospel project and gleaning some insight from that. Uh, But in order to actually get a handle on John chapter 9, you're going to need to read the entire thing. And you're going to need to examine the entire um, chapter as a unit in order to understand the tone and mood uh, of the passage. This is really important. Tone and mood is important. And you, you might say, well, I, you know, I don't get this. It is a difficult principle to get and to understand. This is where your Bible study, your small group Bible study together in discussing this will really help you understand and drive this principle deeper. And so every week that you get together, this should come up. What's the tone and mood of this passage? It is a little bit subjective. Uh, so just just know that it's a little bit subjective, but there should be an agreement together. Uh, so you might have to give a little bit. Um, you you might understand a little bit more from uh, your uh, fellow Bible students um, in your small group. Uh, so it's a little bit subjective, but it's really important to understanding the passage because tone um, tone is the attitude of the author towards the topic. Mood is the attitude of the reader in response to the author's tone. And so today we're looking at this, and and there's two layers or levels to tone and mood. And it's important to not confuse these layers or levels. So you can ask, what's the tone and mood of the individuals within this particular gospel narrative? Um, So we are in the type or genre of literature. That's important in tone and mood. Uh, The type of literature is going to help you really get at um, the the tone and mood in the passage. Like like we said before, genre is like fruit. You're not going to bite into a pineapple like you bite into an apple. So you're going to approach tone and mood a little bit differently in every genre. But here we have a a gospel narrative, um, and we look within the layer of the actual narrative here, and you can see the, the tone... Um, of the individuals and the mood of individuals that are responding. So um, you have Jesus who encounters the man born blind, and you could say, well, what's the the tone of Jesus? Um, How does the, the man respond? What's his mood as a result of the encounter beginning, as well as when he's healed? What is his mood? Then the neighbors come, and there's um, this, uh, um, this confusion, and so you you could you could actually look at the 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 tone and mood within, and you'd say, well, um, there's compassion. And this begins with compassion on Jesus's part. That's his his attitude. Um, there is confusion on the the neighbors' um, part in the middle of the 
um, of the narrative in John chapter 9. And, and then at the end, there's contempt. The Pharisees have contempt for Jesus, even though he did something um, that proves that he is the Messiah, that he is the Son of God. And so that's only getting out of a couple within the passage itself. And that's the best place to start, is actually looking at emotionally how do the characters in this narrative respond to each other? What What's their attitude um, in relationship to the action that's happening? And then from that layer, you can rise above and say, okay, there's an author that's, that's essentially baking this cake and putting all of these things together. What is the attitude of the author? What's the attitude of the author? And then the readers who read this gospel narrative of John chapter 9, how should they respond? I'm going to take a stab at it. Um, you can look at it and read it yourself, and, and you can uh, disagree with me. That's, that's totally fine. And maybe we can learn something from each other, and we can, we can get at the tone and the mood of, of the passage. I, I'm going to say that, that the, the, the tone of John as he writes this, his tone is persuasive. It is compassionately persuasive. Um, he, he wants the readers to see that Jesus is the Messiah. He wants to see them to see his compassion. He also wants to see um, the, the resistance against Jesus' love uh, for this man born blind. That I, I chose the word persuasive because um, time and time again, there is this blindness that pops up in the, in the passage. Uh, the man's born blind. He, Jesus heals him, so he doesn't see Jesus. He goes to the pool. The neighbors wonder if this is the guy. The, the um, uh, Pharisees kind of wonder if this is the guy, and they call Jesus, and Jesus is the one who gives the answer. There's this movement towards persuasion in, in the passage. And, and then the, the attitude, right, the attitude of the, the hearers. Um, in trying to persuade, I believe John, uh, the word, the, the uh, mood word I would choose is optimistic. Optimistic. It's increasing the faith. As he, as he persuades, it's increasing the faith uh, of those who he desires to place their faith and trust in Jesus. Now, when you, when you understand this, so persuasive is his attitude, that is the tone. The mood is optimistic. That's what he wants people uh, to, um, to understand because he continues to go on um, and he continues to give particular evidences of Jesus's deity, that he is God, that he is Messiah, that he's the one come to earth to save and rescue mankind, that he is this rescuing king, so that we might believe that, that Jesus is this person. And so he continues that in, in the gospel. Uh, so I, I would say that that's, that's that tone and, and mood. Maybe there's some better words to describe that. I'm going to leave that up for you to really look at, read, discern, and go to your small group this week and talk about tone and mood in the passage. Uh, where this comes to to um, to uh, really bear fruit 
is in how you communicate the passage, how the preacher communicates the passage. Because as we teach the passage, our tone ought to match the tone of the passage, right? So if John is optimistic, right, um, that optimism, or I'm sorry, if John is persuasive, desiring to produce optimism, then even as we look at the unbelief of the Pharisees here, our tone should not turn uh, to, um, to be a tone different than the author. Um, rather, we ought to, to mimic the tone of the author as we teach this in our home, as we understand it for ourselves, that John wants us to respond with optimism in Jesus. Yes, there's going to be resistance, um, but Jesus is the one that if you trust him, he will bring light to your eyes spiritually. You will understand not only who he is, but you're going to understand people. You're going to understand the world around you. You're going to understand things like economics. Um, you're going to understand things like family. You're going to understand um, things like nature and what it is there for. Um, my wife was reading uh, a book um, by John Piper um, written on providence, and she made the comment from John Piper's book that there are animals in nature that no one has discovered. So what are they there for? They are there solely for the glory of God. Um, some amazing things. When you understand God's word and you understand these principles of, of digging and discovering God's word, um, you're going to have insights into the cosmos, into the universe that only the word of God can give, but only as you trust in Jesus as the Savior King who's come to rescue. Show me 